The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, good morning, or oh, good evening. Well, probably more than if you if y'all are hearing this, depending on when you listen to it. But unlike Stu, I couldn't take the day off um, from recording because Dom won't let me. He has me like on the ironclad contract. I have to be here, rain, sleet, hail, slow. Yeah, man. We got clientele. If you ain't got the clientele, <laughs> <laughs> say hell no. <laughs> see, I see. I was wondering. I was wondering if y'all was gonna catch the the take the take crack commandments that y'all did. So it makes sure that we all. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, but I didn't want to say nothing and look like a goof or something. Yeah. And we're also joined by the raw cast correspondent, <laughs> Mister Samuel Kalinga. What's going on, Sam? How's it going, everybody? We're all good. We're all good. Just here another week here at the CSPN. We're getting ready to talk about Monday Night Raw as we are on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, We need you guys to be on the road to CSPN.us, though, to check us out each and every week. You can also subscribe through your podcast catcher app. I have to do a search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and your content will show up in our podcast cues each and every week. So, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, it's your show, sir. You are the RawCast correspondent. Let us know about what happened on Monday Night Raw this week. So, before that, I just want to make mention of something. So, my nieces and nephews, they watch, like, YouTube videos and stuff. You know, just normal YouTube videos. Right. And some of these people just be, like, kind of, like, spazzing. Like, people, the people in the videos. And I'm like, this must be, like, a new generation thing or something. So as I was watching a game show from like when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. like a, like a, a teen oriented show, the host was acting the exact same way. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I guess that's not a new thing. I guess teenagers just act like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure, I'm pretty sure if you saw teenagers in like the 1930s in the pool hall or something, they'd be acting the same way too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just an observation. Like I'm like, okay, I'll just shut up. then. <laughs> uh, all right. So, how are we how are we gonna start out today? We're gonna start a little. You got nothing uh, nothing to cover, Donald? No, man. This is it. This is this is right into the meat. This is the raw cast, so you know this goes right into you, then Mo. I'm just. This here. is it. Yeah, this is a, a wrestle cast this week, so I'm just here for the jokes and laughters. Okay, I was, I was gonna say if it was creep cast, we could talk about some page Van Zant, but oh, yeah. we're not here for that. I think so. 
Oh, definitely. Okay. <laughs> we can save that for later. Let's get let's okay. get let's get the, hashtag, the recap out the hashtag way. Hashtag <laughs> All righty. So it's uh, March sixth, two thousand twenty-three. They were in in Boston at the TD Garden. Boston. Now, is that the same as the Boston Garden? Is that the same place? Uh, it's the new Boston Garden. It's the old. It's the new Boston Garden. Is, is it like a new same building or no? No, no, no. It's, okay. no, it's a new building. Yes. Do they still yeah, have the same the TD, tiles the from TD the? Bank. The TD. Did no, they, they, they did they transport the tiles? Little... No, they did not transport the parquet. No, sir. <laughs> well, they don't, uh, they don't call it a garden. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so the bloodline arrived. Huh? His name's after that bank. Oh. The bank TD, garden? TD Garden, Bank Garden, something like that. I thought it was TD Waterhouse. Yeah, that too. No. Okay. Well, probably it's all the same umbrella, but let's go. <laughs> I think they're just calling it Garden because the other two buildings were called Garden. Mm-hmm. All right, so the bloodline arrived in a black SUV without uh, the tribal chief. Uh, the wise man tells Jimmy that Reigns was explicit that they should solve the Sami Zayn problem, but he survived and is here in Boston tonight. He says it is an opportunity for tonight. He even says Solo will solve the Owens problem tonight and Jimmy will solve the Sami Zayn problem once and forever. He then calls calls Roman Reigns my, my tribal chief. <laughs> so we start off a little uh, Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens' music plays and he walks out to the ring. Solo Sokoa's theme song hits and then he also makes his way to the ring. Uh, the match begins. Uh, you know how it goes. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, commercial break. Wow, they're really detailed with this one. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so Solo goes for a splash but hits the post. Owens. Um, Owens with the DDT. Solo sent into the post and Owens goes for a stunner but he escapes. Owens, take, Owens takes Jimmy on the apron and super kicks Solo. He then hits the cannonball and hits the swanton bomb. Uh, one, two, Jimmy attacks Owens, causing a distraction. Jimmy sends Owens to the steel steps while Solo clears the announce table. Jimmy places them on the table and attacks him. Sami Zayn comes out uh, comes out of the crowd, attacks Jimmy and Solo, and sends Solo into the post. He grabs a steel chair and just starts swinging at both of them, but they both run away into the crowd. Um, he offers uh, Kevin a, a hand, but then Owens just kind of looks at him and just kind of rolls out of the ring and walks away. So uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Lashley is backstage and he says he is tired of Wyatt's game. He says he thought coming to SmackDown would, would provoke him, but instead he sent uh, Uncle Howdy and he asked what it will take for Wyatt to face him like a man. Mm. So Byron Saxton interviews Carmilla. She says... It's really happening. <laughs> <laughs> the only item... This is really happening. What? Oh. Ray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley. Oh my gosh. Mm. Rob was like, uh, that doesn't work for me, dog. No, let's, let's l- he said he said I'll work he said I'll work with the, the, the big black guy. <laughs> They're like Bobby Lashley, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that that <laughs> there was a joke that like they like um there was a joke that Vince McMahon kept thinking that like all these big black dudes were all um, Booker T. Oh no! Like Ezekiel yeah. Jackson, and Bobby Lashley, and all them. Like oh, it's Booker T. Uh, so uh, all right. Oh, and Biggie. The joke was it because when Biggie came out, everybody's like, "Who is that? Is that Ezekiel? Is that Titus O'Neil?" <laughs> Y'all remember that? 
Yeah. Like nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Or no one who didn't watch NXT. Right. Anyway, so uh well, NXT like, wasn't NXT wasn't um wasn't on that network wasn't went on network at the time. So it was basically was like it was his saying it was like that's right. the NXT champion, Biggie Langston. I'm like, what? <laughs> they have a black champion elsewhere <laughs> in the company? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that Zeke? No. <laughs> so Byron interviews Carmella, she says the only Adam Pierce uh then, uh, but damn it, it's just as bad as yours, Don. Mm. Hold on, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, gave, Adam Pierce gave her this match to get her out of his out of his non-existent hair, and says that she she will humiliate um, Bianca Belair. She then says she, this should have been a number one contenders match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea Green appears and insults Adam Pierce, who is behind them. Carmella asks her to accompany her to the ring for the match. <laughs> I like how they were just Byron was just taking straight over here. He's like, "Why are you still here?" All right, so Binky versus Carmella. Let's see. Wow. So the match began. All right, so Bianca Belair won. I don't have time to read. Sam's like, I'm not going through. I'm not going through all this. Same. I'm not, like, yeah, I'm not like reading. A, I'm reading a novel here. So Chelsea Green attacks Bianca from behind. Oscar's music plays as she comes out. Oscar sprays the blue mist in the eyes of Chelsea Green. Uh, she stares at Belair. Hey, so I guess Hot Mess is coming back. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I hated that. <laughs> I, I really, really disliked Come on, it. man. I hated it. So she sp- she stares, sprays the, the mist in her eyes, and then her and Bianca have a stare down. Uh, Sami Zayn is uh, backstage, and he tells Owens that he doesn't know what else to do. He says the bloodline is too much for anyone. He says they don't need to be best friends again, but they have the same objective, and they can't do it alone. He says he was in the bloodline. Owen says he remembers that Zing was in the bloodline. He says he was fighting them on his own for eight months. He says together they could take them down, but he doesn't want to do it. He says Zayn should go back to Reigns and ask him to leave ask to leave him out of it. Sammy walks away. So the Miz is in the ring. He says he's gonna moderate the face to face between uh, Logan Paul and, and uh and old uh, um Seth Rollins. He says he will be a professional. This will be practice for him to host at WrestleMania. Uh, Logan comes down. Seth Rollins comes down. <laughs> uh, so they both kind of prevent Miz from talking. Uh, Logan Paul asks the crowd to shut up. No. The crowd keeps singing Rollins' song. Yeah, the crowd uh, sung the song for like three minutes straight. Right. They people really don't like Logan Paul, and I don't know why. I mean, no, I give he's a he's a. He ended up being a good athlete, but just like as he's a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. That's why people don't like. Him. Yeah. Uh, says Seth says that even though he, they've had run-ins, they haven't been introduced, and he introduces himself. Logan says he knows who or who Rollins is. He says Rollins is the clown that he eliminated at Royal Rumble. Wow. He says he's embarrassed him twice. He says he's better at Seth's jobs and he Seth's job than he is, and lists the things he's better at than Seth Rollins. <laughs> Uh, Rollins says that Logan makes some good points. He says that none of that is the reason he doesn't like him. And he goes on about, like, you know, why pe- other people in general don't like him. But he, he was making some pretty good points. Like, you're this and you're that. You're scum. You're a troll and a coward and a fraud. Uh, you see, he says Boston came here to watch him get his pound of flesh. He says it's time to fight. Miz uh, stops him and says, as a moderator, it's his job to make sure they don't fight. Logan said he's going to fight Rollins in Boston if he wants to. He then says he won't do it. He then says he doesn't fight for free in Boston. He says he'd consider it, 
if the stage was bigger. Miz says he is the host of WrestleMania and he can make the match happen. Seth, Seth says Miz can't. Miz can happen and sends him out of the ring. Uh, Logan attacks him, goes for the stomp. Rollins fights back. The Miz tries to attack but gets super kicked. Logan Paul knocks out Rollins with the right hand. He then uh, asks Rollins to let him know about WrestleMania when he wakes up. And then he say like, bye-bye, bitch, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ended it, the, uh, Logan Paul ended it the way Seth Rollins did last week. Right. After you hit him with that phantom punch. At <laughs> Let's see. So, almost no, versus Dolph Ziggler. No, go ahead. When I said he called him with the punch. That's the same thing they said about Sonny Liston, too. In Miami. Dang. Mm. <laughs> Moe is just like, mm. <laughs> so, Dolph Ziggler and almost the match begins, and Dolph tries to walk in a sleeper hole, but he shrugs off almost with a big boot. Slams all for the win. Uh, MVP gets on the mic and says, Almost is all the hype he needs. He then says, Brock shouldn't have put his hands on him because Almost will tame the beast at WrestleMania. So, uh, Maximum Male Models are backstage just going on and on about somebody. <laughs> I mean, you should have known he was talking about, I mean, he was calling him Rotund. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin thinks they're talking about him. He mentions all the things he's been going through. They say they're talking about Otis and not him. They say he has the it factor. Uh, Maxine says that she would consider taking him on as a client if he handles Chad Gable. So Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor for some reason. I don't know why Johnny's in this match. Uh, so the boy. They were throwing it back to. Um, yeah. They were throwing it back to their, um, their NXT um, takeover match thing. Um, some years ago. Oh, really? That was really good. You should have left it there. Yeah. <laughs> so the bloodline is backstage and Heyman says, Jimmy is the one who will make sure the Roman Reigns never has to hear the sit in the name Sammy again. He says if Jimmy doesn't get G back in the bloodline, Reigns will blame him. So then uh, Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor happens. Uh, so then, uh, let's see here. Okay, so... Balor plants Gargano with a verse DDT cover one two kick out. Balor dives on dives on Damien and goes in the ring, but Balor stomps him. He then hits the shotgun drop kick and kicks climbs the rope. Edge's music plays and he pushes Balor off the top rope. Um, Rhea and and um, what's his name Damien Priest go out go out to uh, greet um, Edge at you know on the stage, mm-hmm. but then Edge. Um, Jumps in the ring. He came uh, to the crowd from there. Now. Yeah, came to the crowd, does his thing. Yeah, he pushes him off the top rope. Right. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Uh, Gargano wins the match for some reason. So Dexter Loomis takes out Priest. Edge spears Balor in the ring. Edge exits into the crowd. So this is going to be a thing. Like they're just going to go keep going back and forth and think and treating it like it's just like some amazing thing. This has been going on for months now. Well, and then they have a match, and then like it just happens again. It's just like a weird, it's just a weird cycle they're going through. Well, they got no, they got nobody else for it to wrestle. They have to build it up. <laughs> this is not building it up. <laughs> this is building it sideways. <laughs> All right, so Nikki Cross versus Piper Right, Nikki Cross. <laughs> Vince is like, yeah, this will never happen under my watch. Who was actually backstage last night? Vince is like like fifty fifty pal. All 
All right, so Byron is backstage interview the Edge. He says that they are starting to affect each other's careers. He says he will be in the ring alone next week to settle this and ask Balor to show up. All right, so Piper Niven versus Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki attacks Piper from behind before the match can begin. Cross jumps on Niven. Cross hits the crossbody as the bell rings. Piper rolls out of the ring. So uh, Piper regains control of the match, knocks down Nikki. She slams Nikki for the win. And your winner is Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Boogs is backstage trying to deadlift the truck. Elias appears and asks for <laughs> notes from the from his match. He says he's expiring millions of people. He says the only the only way Boogs will learn is if he gets out there and learn. He asks Boogs to go and say, "I want go tell Bronson Reed I want to wrestle you," and he does. He goes over to him and says that Elias wants to wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he didn't specify. I was somebody who was on fucking. Yeah, he said he said that I want to wrestle him. Tell him I want to wrestle him. Wrestle you, <laughs> and he goes, "It's your funeral next week." Right? He said, what he's did he like, say? I said, "I told him you want to wrestle." He's <laughs> like, "What did I do? What are, what happened?" <laughs> like, he did say that. So, uh, yeah. Like, t- yeah, that's semantics, huh? <laughs> uh, all right, so. Uh, John Cena comes out of the ring. Uh, Austin Theory comes out. He says he has a gift for Cena. The gift is him, his presence in in a match at WrestleMania. Um, John Cena says no because you you know he ain't he ain't there yet. Basically saying they go back and forth a bit. Um, Cena saying they're like, oh yeah, he's him entering the ruthless aggression era. And then he just kind of goes in on. They kind of try to go in on each other. Like the only thing Theory can really say is that he has a ball spot. I mean, that's pretty much it. And so they just go back and forth. And um, he says... Oh, um, Austin Theory and, um, and Cena. Yeah. Theory and Cena? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, um, Cena says that he he wouldn't want to disappoint his fans, his people, his Boston, his, Bo- his Bostonians, his fellow Bostonians. So he's, he asked them if he should wrestle Theory. And of course, they say, yeah, he said he'll do it. But he's not doing it for theory. He's doing it for the people. He's a man of the people. Uh, so um, but he, accepts the cha- he accepts the challenge, which is theory good luck, and walks away. Uh, he walks up the ramp and tells theory, theory he isn't ready for WrestleMania, but Boston deserves someone who is. And he introduces Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Adrenaline. <laughs> man. Whoa. You talk about... Lopping somebody's head off. Lord, I don't know how this did Austin Theory any favors. I don't know how you could come out of this and be like, oh, yeah, I want to see Austin Theory and John Cena wrestle now. He has to win convincingly. He has to put Cena down. That's the only way he comes out of this a winner. And not even that, because he still looked like a goof who beat John Cena. By the way, they're booking him. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Cody Rhodes uh, comes down. Wait, why did Rhodes come? Did he just come out to talk to the crowd? No. Um, what happened right there? Um, did he announce that he ended racism again? No, he didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> he just came out. John Cena hugged him. And we went to Austin. They didn't have a match. We went to a, like the next match or something. It was Cable versus Corbin. Yeah, it, they just went to the <clears> next <throat> match. So, what do you think Baron Corbin's maximum male model name is going to be? <laughs> Baron. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Kathy Kelly interviews set. You know, I met her. Hell yeah. Was she pleasant? And, uh, huh? Was she, yeah, I had, was no she who, I had no idea who she was. Like, she had just started with WWE and she was doing like this treasure hunt in downtown Dallas. And, like, me and like um, Pace Turner um, won. We, we, we were one of the winners of the, of the treasure hunt and we, got to, we met her. And she was like, she gave us our little prize or whatever. It was cool. She was nice. She wasn't like, you see how she is now with like tons of makeup and everything? She was really low key back then. Mm. Like, she doesn't look the same as she used to. Like, you know how Quinn McKay used to look when she was working? Oh, you didn't watch her in Ring of Honor. Did you see how low key she was back then? Mm. Something like that. All right. Is she still doing Level Up, Quinn McKay? I don't even know her, her, her new WWE name. The little, no clue. Short, little short blonde lady. She does. I think she does interviews on Level Up. No clue. She was Queen the King. I don't even know. Honor. She used to be like a. She used to dress like a nerd in Ring of Honor. But anyway, she does interviews and stuff. I think she works for Level Up. Anyway, so Sammy says Kevin is right, but everything has changed now. He says it's Jimmy's responsibility to put it into him, but he won't go anywhere until he says the end of the bloodline. And so Chad came over. Chad gave over to Baron Corbin. Uh, so Gable locks in the ankle lock and Corbin taps out. So he had no uh, no maximum male models for him. All right. So the big, uh, so Becky Lynch comes out with um, Lita, and um, Damage Control comes out. Trish comes out. You know they have their little talk. And Trish and uh, Trish said that like she can go like just like that. She can go from I am retired to I was retired. Mm-hmm. She then challenges uh, the entire Diamonds Control to a match at WrestleMania. Bailey accepts without even mentioning it to the other ladies, and they're just kind of looking at her like, "Huh, what?" It's the second time she's done done that. They're right. Um, turn over her ass. Right. Okay. So. Oh, turn your TV down. Yeah. My TV thing been up that loud. What are you talking about? It's catching. It's like on, it was only on two. Yeah, it's catching on your mic though. Yeah, it kind of is. You, you can hear it in the back. You got good product over there, huh? <laughs> Shut up. He has a good mic. But Andy Davis got Andy Davis got color. Oh, word. Oh yeah. Our way. Dang. Yeah. Who went upside his head? Somebody hit no, the he, nose. No, he yeah. bladed. <laughs> <laughs> his nose. His nose bleeding. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he like bladed got, and handed the, handed the, uh, the blade to the ring. He got, he got clawed to the face. Okay. <laughs> like Wolverine was in the game. Dang. Okay, so uh, they begin brawling. Damage control sent out of the ring, and Bailey is cornered. They attack Bailey, and she rolls out of the ring. That's good, Bailey. <laughs> You're smart. All right, so uh, Jimmy Uso okay, so, was so Hold up real quick, Hold oh, real quick. The yeah. Public Enemy um, podcast was like God was in the blessing business. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody, so everybody just kept talking about all the um, they just sort of all the ass. Like they just sort of just banned. It was just like, <laughs> are are people just now yeah, discovering this about Bailey? Because I've I've been knowing that. Uh, right, we've 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 known this since the NXT days. So <laughs> right. Anyway, she was she was blessed both ways. But like you didn't see that during the uh, 
during the hugger era. Right, we didn't. I think, she, I think she was. Like, I think she was taping them down though, or something. Probably was. All right, so all right, Jimmy Uso versus Sami Zayn. <laughs> so match, match, match. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Uh, Jay Uso, Jay Uso <laughs> comes out down from the crowd, comes out of the ring. He gets on the table and cheers on Jimmy. But we weren't sure at the time he was cheering Jimmy or Sammy. Jimmy goes for a haluva kick and misses. Rolls up Jimmy Uso for the win. So Jay Uso gets in the ring and he puts his hands on uh, on on Jimmy's shoulder and then walks away and stares at Sammy. He hugs Sammy and they walk off. And then all of a sudden, out of, out of nowhere, Jay just super kisses Sammy Zane, sends him into the floor, and they both jump him. And he's yelling at him like, "You think I was gonna choose you?" He had this family shit, and that heavy guy yeah. laughing. <laughs> and then Cody Cody recently hits, and he comes to the rescue. And that is it. That is the end. And is your Monday Night Raw? That was a good ending. Okay, so hold on before before we go. He's gonna be the glue. What about Colton? He gonna be the glue to save us all. Saw him in the background when he was talking Cody? to. Uh, he was talking to Kevin Owens, right? Oh, was he? Was yeah. How did you notice that? Mm-hmm. You gotta watch the background, man. They be doing it real subtle. Hey, you have to watch. You have to watch the background segments. Things happen in the background for a reason. I was watching this show on fast forward. I didn't have time for all that. <laughs> see, exactly. See, see, Sam. Sam will catch all the good stuff. He'll just be like, "No, it was just, it was just today because I had like a lot, I was really really busy today." Oh, okay. It bees like that sometimes. We say Cody, Cody Luther King. He he saw the racism one show at a time, one cup, one company at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But here's 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 the thing. But here's the answer. Let me just let me get this theory out because I saw this and I said this could be this could be. I ever they go down, they want it to be most likely won't. So basically, Sammy could still be in his master strategist kind of phase, and this whole thing, you know, you know, Jay super kicking him is basically be a ploy just to make Roman think, oh, he really is back with us, and this is kind of just a tainted bloodline. Oh, champion. yeah, because like this, it's this is just kind of out of nowhere. Like I was expecting this to go further, like the whole Jay Uso being the rebel thing. That, that yeah, I'm just saying, like, right. you know, that could be it. You know, he's like, you know, like, you kick me in, we just think that you're all back together, and then next thing you know. See, if, 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 GTV, if, if GTV was still a thing, you would get, like, all of a sudden, you get, like, a greedy film of, like, exactly. all that. All that would be, all that would be, the, yeah, he's like, like, this is what he's you He's like, did. all right, so you, you kick me in the head. <laughs> and then that's how we get over on, on the tribal chief. Yeah, right. that could be a thing. Ron would be like, when we're like y'all, that, y'all conspiring against me? Yes. <laughs> he'll he'll do the uh, yeah. he'll do the uh, he'll do the training day speech on him. <laughs> Pelican Bay. Y'all right. gonna play? We said thirteen hour lockdowns <laughs> or twenty three hour lockdowns. Right. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, um, it was a pretty decent show. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes ain't say one word in the whole show, but had three very effective segments. John Cena yeah. basically passed the torch to him. It's like night and day how he was used in mm-hmm. in uh, in the in the on the Indies. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, so when you take face paint off a dude and put him in a got dog on suit, minus a bad neck tattoo, it seems to make you uh, have to take that person seriously. You, you, um, you, you know, you have your, your well, like you said on SmackDown, my, um, my little friends, you know, selling out, have 10,000 people watching my, my little friends. Um, oh, yeah. No, he was talking, show. he was talking about, um, the first all out. Yeah, uh, no, because, no. because your uncle, your uncle Dave challenged them. He's like, oh, you couldn't fill an arena or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah. Hmm. But, uh, hey, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. I guess it wasn't important then. Um, oh, do you, do you remember that that era of Cody Rhodes with, with the with the um, with the uh, with the paper bags? That was really funny. Yeah, yeah. When he, he would give paper bags to the audience because they were so ugly. And then one of one of his dudes would also always Cody. Always Cody went through, Cody went through a lot of. Cody went through a lot of gimmicks and things like that. <laughs> and like on, on the slide, one of his agents would give one to Michael Cole. Oh. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it, yes. I mean, it was. It was just, I was just, I was just thinking about it. It was just like, Michael Cole went from like face to heel, face, all this stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, heel Michael Cole was terrible. <laughs> No, but I made that joke on on Twitter. I was like, "This." I had a picture of like him with a pair of bag, and I was like, "This is P. Cody Rhodes right here." I actually really dug his yeah, theme. He was smoking mirrors. I really like that. Yeah. Well, now it's um. Adrenaline in my soul. Cody Rhodes. I'm gonna make y'all learn that, like uh, Joe Clark did. Yeah, I'm excited for me. We're gonna be like that. We're gonna be like that when Judas, when Judas comes on. <laughs> See, I don't even remember my own school theme, but I remember Fairy Side. <laughs> he said he's gonna make you learn it in English and Spanish. <laughs> oh, oh, he did say that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He said, "Who told you? To, he told you to change the school song." Oh yeah, because like, he, he had a little, he had a little flair to it, didn't he? Yeah. Very <laughs> sad. <laughs> they, they was um, there was an actual R&B group called Riff. They were the actual R&B group had like you know, all oh, those dudes? and yeah, and so they was in the bathroom singing, you know, um, Sam's in there, <laughs> the worst little thing. Who's smoking this crack in there? Come on. You talking about smoking crack? <laughs> Don't you want to jump? <laughs> uh, what a movie. What an icon. Icon. I'm the, he's like, I'm the head nigga in charge. But he's like, what? <laughs> that's what uh, Robert, um, that's what um, the guy who played the Benson here said. He said, contrary to popular belief, I'm the head nigga in charge. No, no he, he, said, he said, I'm the HNIC. And he, they were like, what does that mean? No, and, that's what Morgan Freeman said. That's what he oh, said okay. in the in the um at the school at the school thing, but when him and um they was going back, they was arguing and thing. He was like, Conrad "Oh, Parker okay, him and Robert Robert, Robert <laughs> Guliami or whatever." Yeah, Guliami. Okay. Yeah, he I said, "Carter Parker was the belief." I was rolling yeah, yeah, this. I, I was that. like, "It's a serious scene," but it was funny the way he came across the setting. <laughs> he's a creepy. Oh, like, 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 oh, 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 Candy Candyman was in that movie as a security guard. Yeah. 
He was, yeah. Like, you know, like, yo, he's giving me bad vibes. <laughs> Tony, Tony Todd. Uh, yeah, Tony Todd. <laughs> they played a lot of stuff back in the day. I used to get him confused with, like, the singer Terry Todd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm with you. Stop. <laughs> yo, you ever want to, you ever want to uh, annoy Suge Knight? Start playing some, uh, some Cam. Oh, so, wait, not, uh, dang, what was his name? Kid Mo, Kid, yeah, play some Kid Mo for uh, Kid Mo. <laughs> play some Kid Mo for a uh, Shug Knight over there, and yeah, you'll see him get you'll see him get as riled up as you get riled up about a return of the Mac. Oh gosh, you know your boy, you know, um, Brandon. Yeah, I think it was the actual. I think it was the actual. I think it was the actual. I didn't want to say his government again because I, I, yeah, I was saying, but no, listen, you said that. I was like, no, not I'm the like, actual wait, Suge Knight. No. How the hell did he know? And, and I was going to say, I said, y'all heard stuff about Suge Knight in the thing today. And I was like, wait, wait, he's not talking about Suge Knight, Suge Knight. He's talking yeah. about, um, no, because I'm the reason people know his government. <laughs> Well, he probably know people know his government because. Oh, he, now, yeah, but at the time, it was like an early Twitter. No, no one knew that. Oh. Lord, I'm probably like, the hell is y'all talking about? Our boy, <laughs> our boy Brandon. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you ever want to annoy oh, him, if you ever want to annoy him, talk about some Kid Mo, how great he is. <laughs> no, he had asked me on Facebook. He said, that's all I had said that. Um, I said, I shook Spike Lee's hand. He said, you tell me any dad jokes? I was like, no, it was just a quick, you know, he was walking past. He, I shook his hand and he was, him and his wife um, went backstage because they would have an after party down the night in like another part of Baltimore. And so it was like, because they showed like him, Dave Chappelle, um, you know, all of them was on camera and everything together. So it was like, it was just funny. <laughs> All right, Gosh, Sam, dang. you got anything else to add for Monday Night Raw? Nah. I'm back in. Another good episode. This one kind of dragged a little bit till we got to the second oh. hour. Then it seemed like it picked up for me. But uh, the finish, definitely leaving everybody wanting more for next week. See how it's going to, what's going to be the next chapter in the Bloodline Saga. So, all right, Mr. Mo. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Mo, not, not, not Kim, Mo, Kim. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely Kim. Yeah, I'm definitely like I make yeah. sure I make sure he shows shows up in none of my um search results on um on title because I did not want to hear any of the <laughs> Hey, I kind of liked um what was that one song he did? He did a song that I the one song I know he did, he did like he called a love calls. I was like, uh no, thank you. He, he did one song that I liked, and I was like, the one's like, and I think about us that one. I forgot which one it was. I'm telling you, when, when when his music plays, you know you're paying a, a linen suit with a um with the Bluetooth in your ear <laughs> with the same <laughs> the match. <laughs> well, all right, Mister Mo to the underscore. Let's bring us in to the uh, Mo Melson news segment for this week. All right, so they have some more ratings for WWE for 2K23. Mm-hmm. Like they got Shawn Michaels at an 88, Batista at an 89, Rhea Ripley at a 90, Gunta at an 88, Ray Mysterio at an 86, and Nikki Bella at a 90. And I'm like, why is Nikki Bella at a 90? 
Indy Hartwell was so excited she couldn't wait to she couldn't wait to play with herself, she said. Hmm. You didn't see the only catch that? Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She said this. I can't wait. And then and she was like, wait. And then he was <laughs> and then people kept saying phrasing the um the archer thing, phrasing. <laughs> Um, so basically, um, so over the, at the AEW revolution, um, MJF did a spot where it was an unplanned spot where he grabbed a cup from a, a black woman and tossed it in her son's face and threw the cup at him. And so they were saying it was, they, were not, they weren't plants or anything like that. And a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, they were plants because the mother didn't react. And I'm like, in certain instances, you can't just react in the way you want to react, you know? Yeah, because sometimes you can't, you, like, you can't. you're shocked. You know, you're like, what? Yeah, you're going to say this. You're going to stay the shock. So, you know, it's going to be like, that just really happened. Mm. But it's still a bit funny if, you know, if they, if, if, if I was like, yeah, I was like, if that was my, my mother, I said, Dane Bryan, Brian Danielson would have been a champion that night because <laughs> he wouldn't, because MJF wouldn't have, wouldn't have made it out that match. <laughs> But no, um, Scorpio Sky said, I'll say it if nobody else will. Fans, media celebrating the kid being disrespected at the show is the smallest dick energy imaginable. And a lot of people um, a lot of people just saying, they was like, oh, don't punish anything for being a heel. And I was like, but still, that's just kind of fucked up. He just did the, you know, he did the, the, the alcohol. It's like, if it was water, then it's probably like something like, okay, that's not the thing. But it's alcohol in that cup. Come on, man. And he had to take the kid backstage. Um, they showed a picture of um, the powerhouse Hobbs. Um, yeah. You know, talking to him and everything. <laughs> like, you're your Scorpio Why would you torture that kid like that? Like, why would you torture that kid like that? And like, hey, hey, all, hey, all the black wrestlers. Yeah, that's what I was, 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 was saying. Like, here's Jay Cargill. <laughs> Jay probably was like, what? Well, here's, Mark, here's Mark Henry. Yeah, I'm not even on the pay per view. Y'all got me doing something else. <laughs> no, but um, You're like, here's Ricky Starks. No, wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, here's Ricky Starks. <laughs> yeah. So that that whole thing. So a lot of people just saying. Um, oh, so yeah. So it was a um a water spot playing for um Monday Night Raw, but. Um, they said it was playing before MJF forgot Nick so I guess for everything where everything happened they said the WWE said yeah let's cut that out <laughs> so, so that shows you that Vince isn't Vince isn't in charge because you were like do it I'm talking about a wa- something with the water yeah 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 because Vince would have been Vince would have had would have had that like right at like the 9 o'clock hour <laughs> sure enough would um so it was a part during the um during that um I guess that Cena and Cody embrace where I guess for what it was room it was alleged that he asked um they wanted to have a a moment with Cena and Theory and Cena said he couldn't promise that he don't know how many he have left in him. So Cena's definitely, you know, kinda of counting down his time. You know. So last week I had told um, Richard to y'all that MLW um, is one that mended lawsuit. So basically, 
Um, the, 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 the detail about Reels, because Reels is on Peacock, but now the rest of the content come on there because WWE has an exclusive deal on there. Um, and apparently Triple H allegedly blocked the G1 Supercar from MSG, and there was some other interference from AEW. So, I don't know. They kind of made down there. Wait, so they're blocking events from happening in like certain venues and stuff? Apparently. <laughs> See, I always knew that was a thing because like WCW never came here like in, in like in their early nineties and stuff. They didn't start coming here until like they got really hot and I guess WWE couldn't do anything about it anymore. But they would never come here. Even to this day, TNA and or any wrestling show like AEW does not come to the big venues. They only go to like the small arenas. And I think that's because it, WWE owns, has some kind of it's in their contract or something. I don't know. Like you would ever see like AEW in like the American Airlines Center or something. Yeah. Right. I mean, they probably won't do a lot of places they ran and stuff like that. You know. So. Because um, one time TNA came here oh. when they were when they were pretty hot, they went to like the UTA or Arlington facility, which is like really tiny. But no, yeah, I always thought there was, there was something up with them blocking venues and stuff. But go ahead, I'm sorry. So go to so basically at the, at the Royal Rumble, at the Royal Rumble, it was teased that there was supposed you know something going down between Gunther and um, Brock. So Gunther said this um, yesterday. He said Brock is the one that has to happen at some point. It was brief, but that moment that we had the Rumble was great because that was all I needed out of it. It was basically like a real life confirmation that the audience is up for that. They want to see it. I want to see it too. I'm ready to see that at WrestleMania to see the the, the matches that we got going on. Like, I want to see <laughs> Gunther versus Cody. That's what I want to see. Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would like to see that as a, as a title match, maybe like a steel cage match. Like, because like remember when when Cody was trying to be dusty on the Indies going to like the Cow Palace and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an opponent I can imagine him doing a steel cage match with like an old school grimy steel cage match with Gunther. Yeah. Um so that what else you got there? Um, Trying to pull up some stuff now. Um, so, Chad Gable, speaking of Chad Gable, he wants to use his WWE platform to be involved with the Special Olympics. You know, you know how you know how superstars they like to do things for like the charities and things like that. But that would be good for him. Isn't WWE involved, involved with everything. involved with that already? Like on the on the grand yeah. scale? Yeah. Um so it looks like Gang Gang Rail has a new beer named after him called the Brood. Mm-hmm. So, if it's a, um, did either one of you? If it's an IPA, Don will 
rush down there to drink it. <laughs> oh, Don definitely will. Don will definitely have it in his possession. Or he'll find a way to get it. <laughs> oh, it's an IPA. Oh, I'm, I'm already there. So, did any one of y'all watch the um, China um, biography? No, I did not. Anything it was basically the, the the stuff that we that if you if you were paying attention to the rest of the news and stuff like that, you were already knew stuff that was going on, you know. And it was just talking about how I you know how WWE just pushed that spin on everything, you know, how they, they put that spin on what happened right. with the um with that person and everything. And it was basically like I remember when she got released from WWE and it was rumored that she had wanted um, I guess a thirty million dollar deal from what I was I remember reading, but I guess Vince was dealing with the the failure of the XFL, the the the, the XFL, and he wasn't giving the no long term deal. So, but they were saying like that wasn't true or anything like that. Because I remember she won the women's title, which is a title that she hated and never won it, and then she just kind of just kind of slowly just kind of withered away after that. She kind of just drifted, yeah, and it was like. And then it was basically like she couldn't use China, so she had to go by her, her government name, or she would use China like the actual country. She, spelling she also China. used China doll in TNA. She had a match in, um, I didn't know she had a match in, she had a match in New Japan with Masahiro Chono. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they showed they showed that, showed that, um, they showed that. Oh, they, were, they were tired with Paul Gasol's jersey, Lakers jersey. That's what's up. I remember she had a match, um, a tag match with Kurt Angle and TNA one time. And then like the next, the very next episode, they, I guess for some reason they didn't, they didn't keep her around. I guess she might've been having issues or something. And then she was replaced by like, uh, uh, Bully Ray's wife. What's her name? Not Madison, Madison Rain, the other one. Um, um, I forget her name, but they replaced her. Yeah, they replaced her with Velvet Sky out of nowhere, and they were acting like they oh, were yeah. acting like they were acting like she was part of the feud the entire time. I was like, "What?" <laughs> the new Aunt Viv. Yeah, I was like, "What? What's happening here?" She, this is strange. Had to, it had to fix it some way. Um, so Vince was backstage at Raw. Um, he was basically there to visit because John Cena was there, so he was there to. Visit Johnson and everything, and he said apparently he was at gorilla position, but he didn't have to get involved in anything. He didn't get involved with like creative or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I know he probably wanted to rip up the script. He probably was just tempted to rip up the script and just, and he realized he couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. See, yeah. So the so they said that the um the, the China biography did some good ratings, but then the um Rocket Stone, the Rocking um John Cena's um rivals kind of went was like a, a, had a slight decline. I mean that was pretty good too, you know. Looking at the build up of how that rivalry came to be and everything, because you know because Cena, Cena was taking shots at at the Rock and then at the um. At the um, the ceremony, the um, Hall of Fame ceremony, where they was inducting um, the Rock's father, he took a shot back at Cena. 
Uh, I remember there was a there was a thing going on. I don't know if they mentioned this on there, but there was a thing where like Rock was like, "You're a white boy. Why are you acting like that?" And then that was part of like their beef or something. Like he mentioned it on TV one time, and then they never brought it up again. Like he took offense to him acting, you know, street. Wow. Also, on the on the China um, biography, they actually had. Um, Kia Stevens, who was Awesome Kong, and they actually used Awesome Kong. They didn't put the, the common name that she used in WWE. I was like, oh, they let her use Awesome Kong. That's what's up. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to hate that she didn't. She ended up not working out in WWE. Like, she would have been amazing. Right, but the thing was, she ain't got, she ain't gotten um, pregnant shortly after she got there. Right, and then, yeah. She started having issues with her back, too. Yeah, and this year came back briefly. The, um, in the Royal she Rumble. did the Rumble like that next year. <laughs> and got but then she eliminated a tall Ziggler. It looks like Comcast is slightly, is it, is, it's like the favorites, a slight favorite to buy WWE with Disney a close second. Do you, do, do you think they're going to take if if Comcast, NBC, whatever buys it? Do you think they'll take it off uh, off Fox SmackDown? Most likely they will. Most likely they will. But yeah, you, um, Don was right though. Like if they do end up buying it, they're going to cut out like a significant part of their revenue because mm-hmm. most of their revenue that's, came that's, from that's, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a a, uh, a flimsy investment, man. If you buy it as a um, media company. So uh, Dan- Daniel um, Cormier is um, going to cover WrestleMania for ESPN. Okay. <laughs> He's like, okay. I'm like, that's what, that's what the, that's what the report was. I was like, cool. Is is Maria Manuela going to be at WrestleMania again? I hope she does because I like when she's there. She's, uh, you know, I can't. She's everywhere. Like I went to the movies the other day and she was on my screen. Well, normally she, yeah, she does that. She does that too. I'm like, but I thought, see, I thought that was, like, I thought that was only for AMC. I was at like a Cinemark. And no, I was that's, like, that's, that's, right. that's Cinemark. She's there for Cinemark too. I was like, all right, finally. No Maria Menudo. <laughs> I was like, hi, I'm Maria Menudo. Nope, for, for nope. I was like, ah. She pops up on your screen and she's like, God damn it. I thought I was getting away from you. <laughs> I, I think I posted it as a story too. I think I put like, I, she follows me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like, you like that, you like that kid. It's, it's this, it's this, um, this, this kid who, um, well, not a kid, but you like, the, um, those, um, one of those um, those little people. Um, so, so the, um, Cedric Mullins of the Oreos. He was like, "It's Cedric Mullins! It's Cedric Mullins!" He said, like, "I can't escape him." <laughs> Dude, okay. I can't escape. He's like, like, you, can't, "You can't escape Cedric Mullins." I can't escape Maria. I was gonna Yeah, you like you like. I can't escape him. <laughs> She's gonna pop up in your dreams. I was, like, I was like, like what? I was like, okay, AMC. Okay, I don't go to AMC anymore because. They've been doing some shady stuff. <laughs> like no, they started charging. They started charging extra for good seats. 
Yeah, they had like the middle seats. Now. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah that's when I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Cinemark gives you way that's better. Like Cinemark. Cinemark, Cinemark gives you better deals on there. Cinemark right. gives you better deals with their uh, with their club membership. Exactly. Listen, I went and saw. I went and saw like three movies, and they had to pay a dime for it, um for any of them. I'm sitting there like, oh, Ant Man, cool. <laughs> and then, oh, did you see Cocaine Bear? Cocaine Bear? No. You should go see it. It's a it's a, it's, it's it's a ridiculous movie, but ridiculous in a funny way. I promise you. I promise you. You'll enjoy it. Wait. So is it a is it a horror? Or is it a comedy? Or what is it? Because like I've seen it. I've seen it advertised it's like, both it's ways. A, it's like it's like a it's like a it's a, it's, a, it's like a horror comedy. It's like based on the true story. Because like okay, so one commercial I saw made it look like he was just tearing people up like. In another commercial I saw, he was chilling. You know, just yeah, hooted out. Yeah. I was like, okay, so which one is it? Well, it's a it's a it's a mama bear though, actually. <laughs> Yeah, cause she, cause she um found the cocaine and she was just you know on it and <laughs> I do like how the commercial had uh, had white lines. Just... Right, it's that's 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 actually in the film. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh hell! I said, I said, well, I said that's one of the first the first drug songs, the anti drug songs that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all about the y'all. We're all close to age. We're around the same age. Do y'all remember that commercial with the with the drug dealer turns into a snake? Yes, I don't. <laughs> okay, so this is dude. He's in. The, he's like you know in the street. He's like, yeah, I push this. I push PCP and cocaine, anything you want. And then like he's slowly morphing into like a snake, but he's in the dark. He's in the shadows. And then like, and then like by the time he gets to the end, he's like, he's like, I push this, you know, and this. He's like, uh, like I would sell the kid. He's like, oh yeah, like, am I? Do I look like the type who would do that to a kid? And then by the end, he's he's a full he's a full blown snake, and he's like, yes, scared the shit out of me. Never seen. What about, it. What about you, Mo? I, I know you've seen it. Yeah, I seen it. That that bothered me for years. Um, <laughs> I was like, damn, it worked. Well, I mean, it's not like I was gonna go out. Listen, and, you know, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of those, a lot of those old, those old anti-drug commercials, you know, especially like, this is your brain on drugs. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? <laughs> no, the one that is the egg frying and the frying pan. The one that got me was um, a drinking and driving one, where like these these teenagers all hanging out in the parking lot of the convenience store, you know, and having their their alcohol and stuff, and they get into a car. They get it's like a nice Ferrari. Um, he turns the engine, and all of a sudden they turn into skeletons. You'll probably don't remember that one, but I was like driving. Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, oh yeah, oh that scared me. Like I'm never doing that. Oh, so Keith. So apparently, Keith Lee initially turned down the bad cake gimmick. <laughs> I figured that he did. He did turn it down, but then he went with it. This is where he was in WWE. Did y'all see how they got him dressed in AEW, or how he has himself dressed in AEW? Walking around like, like yeah, like, 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 out. He's not so using he, hand dye, apparently. Like, One bad gimmick, ah, ah, ah. Like he, he's the perfect example of why you shouldn't give a wrestler creative control. 
<sighs> That's what um, they were saying. Um, Brian Legendson about um, Chris Jericho. He was just like, Chris Jericho had a lot of bad ideas to play against the <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, anything else? Um, I don't think I have anything else. Well, all um, right. Well, wait, 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 but wait, <laughs> Dawn. Wait, there's more. Before you even, before, no, before oh, Dawn yes. even. Mm-hmm. Sure, and watch the main event. See, you always doing it. You always do. I knew you would pull that bullshit again. You got five minutes. So fuck it. I mean, we we talk, we we talk about main event. We, we skipping all that. Cause I knew he was gonna do that bullshit again. I was like, watch. Should I bring up main event? Yup, yup. I'm gonna watch it. Okay, Always. is Chikara Jackson on either time. show? Is Chikara on either show? No. Yes or no? Okay, well then I ain't no. watching. <laughs> you got your no, but he always pull that bullshit. He always pull that bullshit. <laughs> Always trying to step on step on the content. Let the people know who's on main event while I'm watching. No, no, you don't, no, no. They can turn in and watch it themselves on Thursday. I ain't saying nothing. You're always stepping on my stepping on the show, especially when he on there. You know, you always doing it. You quick to be like, yeah, I'm watching it. Oh, oh, oh. This is why. This is why. See, my wonder trip wouldn't do me like that. And I would just want to leave it alone. <laughs> Stay that pot again. Yeah. My wonder trip wouldn't do me like that. Oh, goodness. Uh, Sam, shout outs and thank yous. Three minute warning. Uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to, to all the all the folks in the WrestleCast family. There's too many of the name. Uh, let's see here. Black Marvel, Deshaun Hunter, over here trying to over here trying to flex that he went on a date. Did y'all see that? No, well, is, is he, he has a girl. Well, he has, he, also, he had okay. So I thought it was, okay. Oh, see, I thought it was he's a relationship. Yeah, he was like, oh, I was on a date. He, Can anybody tell me how NXT Roadblock ended? I was like, look at him flexing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to flex. Yeah, he, he, they do that too. He's just That's like never doing stuff, and I'd be like, I mean, he just go watch the. Just you could you could have just said I was out <laughs> or I was doing something. <laughs> That's yeah. just like we're saying um or um or ATL. He was like, I got some cutting last night. <laughs> you didn't get no cutting last night. You're scrawny ass. <laughs> but go ahead, Sam. Yeah, shout out to Shaolin Shogun. Jerome is out there somewhere with his two uh, usernames. <laughs> right. He got it. He got. He got it. He just got it back. <laughs> oh, is that what it happened? He got it back. Okay. Yeah, he got uh, he got he got suspended during the pandemic. <laughs> oh, pff, I wonder why. Anyway, so yeah, shout right, out to everybody. Right. Everybody, Simi out there running around out there somewhere. Uh, Queen Mel Mindy and everybody, and I'm out. All right, Mister Moses underscore. Your shout out, thank you, sir. I'm just saying shout out to everybody except for Dog De La because he stepped on my content <laughs> every time. Um. No, but just shout out to everybody. Um, had a good birthday um, on Saturday night. Um, and hope y'all doing well. Take care of yourselves. All that good stuff. 
Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for putting up with me and my shenanigans. Thank you to Mr. Samuel Kalunga. Thank you to everybody on the CSPN who helps us each and every week with the content, Twitter spaces. Thanks for using the hashtag Rawcast each and every Monday night and sharing your commentary with color. Uh, the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Pay to five, become a patron, and uh, shop with our sponsors on CSPN.us. And, uh, you know, just continue to rock with us as you guys have always done. So for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. I got his hand. them all for the United States Championship. Austin Theory versus John Cena. No. I would so much rather be bald than have them pipe in fake crowd noise for my matches because nobody cares. Dude, I can go buy some topic. You still suck. are a dumb son of a I didn't say no because I gave up I said no to save your ass you're not ready dude you're, you're really putting my back against the wall but you don't understand if you and I have a match at Wrestlemania and I win you lose everything you're done you're done and if we have a match at WrestleMania and you win, you lose everything. Oh, no, sure, sure. You may win the day, but then you got to go out the Monday after all by yourself and explain. You won't have me to lean on, no. It'll just be you, big man, against the most harsh, vocal, ruthless, critical audience in the WWE, and they will eat you alive! Because they see what I see, and they see what they see. You are full of crap! But you really left me no choice because you brought them into it. And now I gotta ask them to see what we're gonna do. Boston? Do you wanna see Austin Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania? Dude, I may not care about you, but I'll never give up on them. Remember this moment, you just made the biggest mistake of your life. At WrestleMania for the United States Championship, it's gonna be Austin Theory versus John Cena!